Yo. T-Money Chambers of the Bill. What's going on, my boy? <laughs> Go with it. Just chilling, man. Just chilling. Uh, I, uh, you feel me? I'm rolling up some weed right now. You feel me? Just chilling, man. Uh, I'm out That's here with good. my Trey right now and his brother Roddy, but Roddy over there working on a the car. You feel That's me? We're just waiting on this man, Fabricio. We're waiting on my man Fab job. on. It's good. It's good. What you got going on right now, bro? Not much. Just getting off the, my PS4. You just getting your ass ran on Madden again? Fuck no. Stop playing with me, dog. <laughs> your ass was getting sticked up on Madden, boy. That's cap. That's what cap. What was your playing? 2K. 2K. Who was you running with? I was running with my boy Sunbone. Who? Uh, my boy Sonny. Oh, no, I'm saying, nigga, what team was you running with? Oh, nobody. Uh, it was my the park or the wreck, actually. Uh, y'all weaked in the mug. Hell no, nah, we went 4 and 0. That I boy's a clip. Oh. That boy Fab be going crazy. Speaking of Fab, that boy be going crazy on the uh, on the park from where he be posting on the little Snapchat shit. What's going on, Fab? He don't, play, he don't play park no more. That man be on Apex. Facts. Man, no one got that PS5, bro. They went no more. We get back on the PS4 and then you wouldn't have that problem. Yeah, I know. That's, that's when I get the 22. I'm gonna be on. That's I'm taking a that four step down, man. That's taking a big step down from the PS5, bro. No, nah, I'm gonna just uh play the PS4 version of it, though. That's why. But you're right, it is. Yeah. It definitely is, bro. I only played it once, and what I like about it, bro, from what I seen, bro, for real, for real, was like nigga ain't gonna fucking load the screen. That should be blowing me away, bro. Oh, no, it's yeah, like, it's, it's, yeah, bro. Roll the whole wood by the time your game starts. Facts, bro. It's about time niggas got away from that, bro. It's mm-hmm. about time that we don't had to wait so, so fucking long. You feel me? Yeah, bro. How was y'all day, man? Cool, man. My day long, been, it's long been, as hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, same, bro. It's been cool. What about yours, bro? How your day been, my boy? Man, it's right. cool. Just getting by, productive. Man, ain't nothing better than that, man. Ain't nothing better than that. So all this shit right here, bro, it's recording everything right now. But I'm going to chop all this shit out as a right. You feel me? Like, at the beginning. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. we were just waiting on you and shit. I'm going to chop all this shit out, bro. And then as soon as we get to going, bro, I'm just I'm rolling up this week. So let me pull up the little the little scripty script that I have for it. So give me a minute, and then we can get right to it. Y'all ready? Yeah, you, you eating over there, Fab? Something like you eat. Fab, I always eat. Uh-oh. That nigga hopped off. Oh, he must just it's always fab. Always goddamn fab. All right. All right. I, <laughs> I have to I have to go from the link to the app. Uh, that was on the Snapchat link, that's why. Okay, uh, yeah. And it was gonna run up your battery like that then. Mm-hmm. Alright, so give me let me let me open up this little thing real quick. Hold on, man. We can get right into it. Y'all niggas ready? Or are you eating over there, Fab? Yeah, I'm eating, but I'm on one done. I told you that they always eat. <laughs> Hell no, I'm never eating, bro. That's a damn lie. Yeah, I, don't, I ain't never seen my man eat. I'm not even going to cap, bro. That's cap. I'll be at the dinner table with this nigga fab all the time. Nigga be lying. <laughs> nigga, I don't eat like that. <laughs> you know what it is, bro? Skinny nigga. We, we, we underrated. You say your mom right there? I said, no, nah, let's add no. my mom in here. Oh. Mama. She'll tell you. Hey, bro, we all know, bro, skinny niggas can eat, bro. We underrated, bro. For real. 
nigga, you feel me? Like, especially if you was an athlete at one point in time, bro, yeah, nigga. It's just the metabolism is quick, you know what I'm saying? He's got a good digestive system. Oh, yeah. We get the thrashing food. You feel me? Exactly. But, shit, I'm ready. Y'all boys ready, man? Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, bet. Let's get it. So, uh, with the introduction, I'm going to just really ask, you know what I'm saying, where y'all at, where the people can find you, you feel me, shit like that. You know what I mean? You can put your Snapchat if you want to, your Instagram, tell the people what you do if you want to, whatever. Your introduction is however you want it to do. Usually, I just ask people like where they can find you, like if you want to put your Instagram or if you got a YouTube channel or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Just where people yeah. find you, just to, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's really about it. So let's get into it. Yeah. All right. So first of all, well, how we started, I want, I want to start this off by saying what's going on, y'all? How y'all niggas doing, bro? Y'all niggas having a good day, bro, for real? Yup, yeah, yep. you know it. Yeah, well, always. as you all know, uh, this is what I call NBS TV headquarters. Enough bullshit TV headquarters. You feel me? NBS TV or enough talk? You feel me? You already know mm-hmm. y'all with the most holes already here breaking down the fronto, and I got my two. I got two good boys, and this one that's been long, nigga, that has been long overdue with my boy Fab. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Man. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? It's Fab. It's your boy Fabrice. Y'all go ahead and follow me at FabSelfMade22 on Instagram. Or come holler at your boy if you need a new whip. You feel me? Yeah, y'all know what's going on. T Money in the build. How can I slip if I'm the one doing the mopping? You know, <laughs> let's run this stuff up like we did the last time you were. Facts. Facts. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, uh, real quick, bro, the last time I did it, uh, when, uh, when I had you on here, uh, Tehran, we did one with the introduction. <laughs> First question was, who is Tehran? So, let's start this one off. Who is Fabricio, man? Tell us, you know what I'm saying, a little bit. Not even re- necessarily your story, but you know what I mean? Just give us a rundown of who you are, bro. What what makes you, you? Man. Man, I'm a young, self-made, resilient re- individual, man. Not from out here. I've been out here the last, like, 10 years, but I'm originally uh, born and raised in Montreal, Canada. Yeah. yeah. Montreal, Quebec, so I'm French. Then I moved out here about 11, 12 years old, and I've been out here ever since. Look at you. Hold up. Hey, hold up. Yeah, I'm trying to get my fronto going right now, too. Hold up. Hey, don't even trip me. I'm getting mine right right now. I'm getting mine yep. right right now. Yeah, yeah, but I can't. Yeah, my parents brought me to the States when I was about 11, 12 years old, man. And I've just been out here. I'm a young hooper, man. Got my, you know, I got my knees blown out though, so I can't hoop no more. I hoop once a week now, but nigga used to get buckets. Don't get it twisted. Hey, yeah, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. What really, bro? Like, like how I really, really met you, bro, was like kind of through hooping and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you was always around motherfuckers that I kind of knew of. You like we kind of knew similar people, and it's the same thing with you, Tehran. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't nobody that necessarily hung around with a strict circle, at least at Westview, because I was still considered new. You know when I met y'all niggas, so you feel me? When at least when I met uh you fab, you know it was mainly just like you was just around all the time, and we would just and and you was hella cool, bro. Like especially once I once I finally had a class with you the second year was it? Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. I got to meet y'all, bro. I got. Hey man, I'm not gonna lie, bro. You I relate to you a lot, man. I'm not gonna lie because you like you like to. You like to really research that extra step, bro. You really like to go that extra mile and truly find out. Because, you, like you said, that's probably where you get the name of the, of the, of the podcast, bro. No bullshit. You don't like to, you don't like to see yeah. the bullshit, bro. So that's why I always clicked with you, bro. Because niggas always knew I was kind of like the odd one to run. No, the shit that I was always into, the shit that I...
and kind of my beliefs and stuff. That's why I've always kind of gravitated towards you, you and your mentality and shit. Yeah, I pre- hey, I appreciate that, bro. Uh, even aside from just that, bro, like the the basketball IQ, man. Not even, you know, what I'm saying like just basketball history, but your basketball IQ, bro. A lot of niggas don't have basketball IQ, even though I was never able to like play with you one-on-one, because I'll talk a lot of shit to you, bro, because I knew you could hoop, and I like playing against niggas that for real could hoop, because I'm just competitive by Yeah, that. and that's how you activate it. You feel me? Exactly. And yeah. no, no matter no matter if you was finna dig me or not, bro, like, I just wanted to make sure, like, nigga, we both had the best of us, bro, so I know at least um with the way that people talked about you, bro, and, like, you know, when you post, like, little clips of your highlights and shit, bro, yeah, you was definitely a dog, my boy, and I want to yeah. say, too, because a lot of people under uh, under uh underestimate uh, what a bass, what what IQ in particular does, and how far your IQ alone can get you. But your basketball IQ, man, is 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 extremely high. The only thing that I'll say, man, is just you be on LeBron too much, man. So man. That's another reason, we had to get and, I'm a, and I'm gonna say why, man. And, and you're alluding to the to the point why, man. Just the longevity and the IQ, man. I mean, it just, it goes hand in hand, man. That IQ let, lets you last long, and when and when you've been a dog from the jump, man, it's, it's greatness, bro. No, facts. Man. You can do a little bit of everything, bro, and have some IQ, man. Facts. Yeah. Especially on top of the fact that, you know, like you're a freak of nature. If you're a freak of nature and got the physical gifts, it's only going to make you better in the long run, you know, yeah. your IQ. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I agree, though. IQ is a big part of the game, man. I've seen a little clip on uh, – um, I always knew Jokic was, like, a great MVP, like, IQ player as well. Yeah. But I saw a little clip on Twitter where he we, – he, it was at three point line. He told him exactly where to be and go stand there. Then he like emphasized it because he didn't run right away. And he told him where to. And this was before the play even developed. He told him where to be, ran the pick and roll, got the ball, gave it straight to Morris. Man, it it it, it was the cleanest bucket. I'm about to show y'all this clip, man. I'm gonna have to send it to y'all because it it just I shows how much IQ he has and it shows why he won MVP. Yeah, bro. I think I think me me personally, bro. Uh, Nikola Jokic is my second favorite player in the NBA right now behind Kawhi. But Nikola Jokic, bro, when it comes to okay. especially white boys, that's my dog, right? And 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 oh, I, I want to say too, while we speaking on Nikola Jokic, bro, I've been saying this. Niggas been calling Luca baby bird. That's disrespectful as fuck, bro. That's Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic is like if there was a modern Larry Bird, you know what I'm saying? It would be. I Nikola feel like, yeah. Jokic, he puts up more numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? His IQ, yeah. bro, he's able to get his teammates involved, but he's not necessarily too ball dominant. He's an underrated passer of the ball, man. Uh, he has a really clean dribble. And he, he you know what I'm saying? And he's not athletically, like, gifted. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he he can move well. He move well. He knows where to be, when to be there. He knows who, his teammates as well, where they got to be. Man, he's just a man. He's just a good player, man. Real slick, slot player, high IQ, great. I'm definitely, player. yeah, I'm definitely gonna tap in more this season and, and and see how he plays, man, because he's gonna carry them Nuggets somewhere. Yeah, man, man. he need he need to stop playing with the Nuggets. Come to the Blazers, man. You you heard it here first. Cut that, cut that shit out, man. You know damn well ain't nobody going out there, man. Oh, but man, what's uh, y'all y'all wonder why though? Like, man, what's up with what's up, man? T money, you been out there, man? Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about Portland, man. What's up yeah, with go the ahead Portland? and let why us why know. Why ain't no bro. big players coming out there, man? Nobody's coming out there is yeah. Melo came out there because I'm gonna be honest, like nobody wanted him at the time, and then they saw they just saw I see he balled the hell out, like you saw what he was doing, and then yeah. he got to the bubble and continued that, and me being a fan. Like of Melo, I didn't really think he was gonna come in like that. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be straight honest. I didn't think Melo was gonna hoop how he was. I hope so you bring he that was to like, LA. Oh, 
y'all should bring, y'all should get Melo, y'all should get Melo, and I was like, bro, we, I really want somebody else other than Melo, but hey, it worked out. Hey, you proved I'm, me wrong. I'm not gonna lie, man. We, I did a, we did a podcast, bro. Um, and and Josh was saying stop the Melo disrespect, man, because we had talked about him when Melo was on the Thunder, and I was allegedly disrespected Melo, but my problem with Melo was he didn't, you know, if 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 anyone was gonna bring back Melo, he needed to work on everything outside of just his shooting. Because yeah. the game passed him up, you right. know, he needed to work on his rebounding, his defense, get into more, uh, get into more shape, and work mm-hmm. on moving off the ball. And when he came to 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 Portland, and and I saw him, he, he slimmed down, man. He worked on. It seemed mm-hmm. like his footwork got better. His back to the basket game got better. Yeah, he simplified uh, the game a lot when he got to Portland. He understood. Yeah, the, he understood yeah. yeah, he understood. He understood his role in like how to stay on a team. Exactly. Agree. And that's kind of and that's a little bit part of the kind of what happened with the situation in OKC. Agreed. He was kind of over overstepping on his role. He wasn't willing to play into his role. He was he wanted to be more than the role he was given. Yeah, he wanted yeah, yeah he, he wanted to thought, be the he mellow still thought that he was mellow. Yeah, he still thought he was 05, 06 mellow, man. He still yeah, he was back in New York, back in Denver mellow. And nah, it was that's not that, that time. Yeah, it wasn't but, that case. And that's why um I've also spoke on one time about uh you know, knowing your boundaries and knowing your limits and being able to look in the mirror, knowing when your time is done or knowing when you need to make adjustments. Melo yeah. finally did that, bro. When he was gone and he was away, nobody would give him a chance. Sometimes when you're mm-hmm. down like that and you, and you have a, you know what I mean, and, and people kicking you when you're down, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? People was making fun of Melo, bro. And that shit was good for him. That shit was good for him, man. Sometimes when you when you, when you you down like that, bro, it's going it's to make a mm-hmm. fucking diamond. You need that shit, man. That shit is fuel to a fire. Now look at Melo, bro. He's going to be able to bring that same energy that, that he shaped up his game and he polished up his game. To LA, Portland, he's going to do that even more in L.A. playing with LeBron. He's going to fit even more. He I'm letting you know, L.A. is not winning this shit. LA, LA is not winning this shit. to get a ring. Hey, LA. he has a good no, chance, man. I'm not, going, I'm not going to shoot it down. He has a really good chance, especially because yeah, but Melo not this is year. not the same. Not this year. I don't know, man. Melo is not the same Melo anymore. So Melo is going to bring a lot of different intangibles that the Russell right. Westbrook's going to need. You know what I'm saying? That the LeBron James is gonna need for real. <laughs> he called him Russell Westbrook. Hey man, speak to Russell Westbrook, man. Hey, my boy, what's up with him in a dress, man? I'm not, man, that boy got to LA. You know what that is, that man. Them niggas us, doing man. them rituals out there in LA. That's Hollywood. Man, man. We man, already know got, what it is. Exactly, bro. And then got to the got to LA and start pushing that. Bro, the yeah, that's him. bro, that's his home. He can dress how he want, man. Hey, bro, I see you say a lot. I, I see you talk a lot about uh Kwame Brown, bro. Kwame Brown said had his take on it too, man. He 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 told Russell, yeah, he, he, he just saying what's the weather. He said, What hood y'all from wearing these dresses and skirts, man? No, nah, <laughs> nah, facts. Not even not even not even what hood y'all from, bro. Like who like who is y'all niggas big homie? Who is y'all niggas' fathers? Where are y'all niggas' fathers and uncles and your big brothers, man? Who raised niggas, bro? Right, facts. Fuck the hood, bro. Like, who are you? Who are the niggas presiding over you, bro? Giving you the game and the wisdom, because that's not the right game. And if and you can tell that most of these brothers most likely don't have that, bro. Nah, bro. They ride with the way, but it's gonna go with whatever people think is cool. You feel me? And and Russell Westbrook, man. Uh, uh, you know, just me personally, bro. Like, he seemed like he needed a lot of attention, man. Oh yeah, he, like he need oh, a lot yeah. of attention. I don't know if y'all remember in OKC, uh, when you know what I mean, when he was still, when he didn't really have, I don't want to say when he didn't have a name, but you know, he wasn't the Russell Westbrook as of now. You remember he, he started to dress funny. That's yeah, that's when he started to dress funny because KD was the dude who was about to win the MVP, winning scoring titles. 
and KD was the leader, you know what I mean? And 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 Russ being an alpha, he kind of like tr- tried to start take away attention from KD a little bit by the way he started to dress. Have y'all did y'all notice that? Yeah, yeah, that nigga. Uh-huh, man. Yeah, that's what he was man, doing. If you notice it, bro, these these guys don't come in the league dressing like this, man. Agreed. They don't come I'm in the league dressing like, like this. All, all that is is after, bro. All that's after. Now, I mean, you there's so many factors that could play. I mean. It could be that. It could be the money. It could, man. You don't know what. And then it could be the agenda too that they pushing, man. You never know what these guys. Be doing. Yeah, bro, especially, like- especially out there in L.A. too. Don't forget, man. Like, uh, like with LeBron James and them. LeBron, LeBron James is a smart dude, man. When it comes to business wise, he's he, he's a, he's a pretty intelligent brother, man. Oh, yeah, don't get it twisted. Yeah, yeah, entrepreneur for sure, bro. Yeah, Knows how to it, capitalize off of his name. Exactly, and whether. Whether uh <laughs> whether it's a, whether it's a foul play or not, you know what I'm saying. But I still say one thing. Um, kind of get uh kind of getting. As a matter of fact, getting off topic a little bit. Uh, I want to say I I, I want to keep addressing this every single time about not even aside from LeBron being because you know people say oh LeBron James is greater than whoever because especially they say the Michael Jordan debate right because of who LeBron James is off the court. I, I always and I still firmly believe that this man, LeBron James, uses the black plight, the so-called quote unquote black plight and the black struggle as a at like to to boost himself. Like my nigga LeBron, like do y'all remember when LeBron James had that that last season in I, Cleveland when somebody yeah, spray painted the word nigga on his house? Yeah. I was talking about you. I was talking about this with you most definitely. Yeah, bro. How is I'm I'm still waiting on the footage to come out, my boy. Right. Because as a as a celebrity like that and having it's you're one of the greatest basketball players on on earth and playing right now, there should be some kind of funders. There ain't no way I believe anybody Oh yeah, I feel like you go you gonna to you do gonna that. Yeah, we're gonna it. Yeah, we're gonna see something like something we gotta need some evidence and I right. have not seen nothing. Great. In today's era yeah, in today's era and plus he played in Cleveland what from sixteen to eighteen, I believe. It was from what? No, he went back in what? 2015? 2014, 2015? He went back for some years. Yeah. So and yeah, we haven't got nothing, and we still had social media at this time. Yeah. And social and, media was and that's as the big. thing. And that's it. LeBron Joe, LeBron James, LeBron Joe. Wow. LeBron James knows that most people aren't going to question a lot of the shit that he says, except people who who are known to quote unquote hate on LeBron James. LeBron James is extremely intelligent, man. That's an extremely intelligent brother. Man, I want to give him his credit. Even though sometimes he's on bullshit or whatever. Hey, but no, yeah. Bayless don't necessarily be hating. He he views LeBron James very – he has really good assessments on LeBron James, bro. I don't think that – he do be hating. Man, I, I got to disagree there, bro. I got to disagree there. The shit that he'll bring up about LeBron, bro, he'll bring up just like – just like the way the nigga sits on the bench, bro. The way the nigga drinks water, bro. I'm like, nah, when, it, when, it, when it's like that, bro, I call it hating, bro. I got to call it You got to understand where I think, at least for me, I kind of look a little bit deeper for what it seems like to me and Skip Bayless. He loves LeBron James. That's why he, he nitpicks yeah. so much. Well, we talk about game critique. Him. Yeah, yeah. We talk about game critique. Yeah, but I, man, I feel like he's, no, 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 no. Not, extra, even, not even game critique. I think he loves LeBron mean? as a person, too. I think, I think Skip Bayless really admires the physical aspect of LeBron James and he wishes that he can just implement like his brain in LeBron James's body. I really think that's what it is, bro. Oh, okay, yeah. Like literally as a man just envious. Ex- exactly. That's why everything rubs him the wrong way because he actually admires LeBron James. Think about it. I feel it. that. I can see where you're coming from, yeah. 
And that's just my assessment. But you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I thought he from Oklahoma. He from the South. He tried to act like, you know what I'm saying? He ain't never said the N-word. I'm not. <laughs> he be ha- hey, he. That boy. Hey, hey, I ain't going to lie. Drip Bayless be having me weak as a motherfucker, bro. Drip Bayless, he said. <laughs> yeah, bro. The conversation on YouTube gave him that name. And he runs with it. Yeah, he ran with it, bro. Because it, because. He got on Instagram and like before the show, like before they go live or after they go live, he'll he'll post his shoes. I think he'll flex the kicks right quick. Facts. Like with nigga the, with MJ the suit. forever, all black. Yeah, bro. And have you noticed he dresses in uh all black and a little bit of red every Friday? Have y'all noticed that? No, I don't even be tuning in like that. Peep game. Mm-hmm. Peep game. I what I really tip what I tap into for Undisputed mainly is because uh Shannon and Skip's chemistry is unlike Stephen A and Max Kellerman's. Oh, yeah. Max Kellerman and Stephen A. seem like Max Kellerman, not Max Kellerman, that Stephen A. doesn't respect like the basketball or the sports IQ or anything that ma- that comes out of Max Kellerman's mouth. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Skip well, Bayless. Same time that his fault too. He, that nigga has invalidated himself with the bullshit he done said in the past, bro. So has so has Shannon Sharp, man. They 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 just, they just don't work together. Oh yeah, they go hand in hand. Yeah, they go hand in hand. They don't. They're not a good, co- especially because Stephen A. Simp. Especially because Stephen A. Simp. No non-backbone having ass be allowing nigga. Bro, he allowed Terrell Owens to say that this nigga, Max Kellerman, is more black than Stephen A. Smith on his own show, bro. I oh, never I respect that. that, bro. I ain't, I I ain't never that. heard that one. I, I, ain't, I missed that one, bro. Y'all don't remember that when T.O. came on the show Undisputed and he was like, mm-hmm. Max Kellerman is more black than you, Stephen A. Nah. I oh, don't nah. remember like, that. Nah, you yeah. got it. That's another Facts, thing. Roddy. Can you, throw, can you throw links in the in the podcast, my boy? That's what now, I want. In the podcast, we can't. We could like if we were to do it on the Spotify, like uh, I think it's like the Spotify Bridge app. There, then I can send leaks there, or like if we were to do Discord or something like that. It's like a little comment section or something. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Especially the Discord, we'll be able to do that, but we'll have to get a little bit. You feel me? Or especially like when I get enough subscribers to be able to go live on YouTube, we'll definitely be able to do all of that, bro. Screen share, we'll be able to get on, show hey, some things, wild, video. Man. Okay, so you so you need a certain amount of subscribers on YouTube before it lets you go live on it. Yeah. Okay. And if yeah. and that's if you're if you're on your phone and shit like that. But if you go on off a computer, they let you do it live no matter what. You can go live and do a whole uh streaming thing. Oh, okay, okay. But I you, you know, you know what that amount is if you don't mind me asking. A it's thousand like one one K subscribers. 1k subscribers, subscribers yeah okay okay you know what i'm saying but but honestly bro i don't be real consistent on the youtube i'm not even gonna lie bro my because i do everything off my phone man apple, apple be bullshit apple be bullshitting no bro like nigga it'd be i'll do apple say i'm taking up x amount of storage i delete videos and pictures and apps and i'm taking up more storage how the fuck does that work how does that work, bro? And this happens every single time. But anyway, we getting off topic, man. So let's get back to it, bro. I want to say, uh, uh, I wanted to say real quick on the on the. I wanted to give a special shout out. I always like to do. I want to do this uh, special shout out on every podcast. I want to give a shout out to my manager Nathan. Special shout out to special shout out to y'all two for being here, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to my pops, man. Uh, you know, for my father, no matter what, I'm always give a, pop, a special shout out to my pop, my pops, man. Yes, sir. Uh, a special shout out to all the Unify. And uh, the Pedro gang, you feel me? Uh, shout out to Pedro, Dante, Anthony, uh, and David. They freed my boy David. And I also, real quick, uh, Tehran on the last podcast, you know, we mm-hmm. talked about being thrown into the fire, proverbially speaking, right? Mm-hmm. Into the adult world um, mm-hmm. as young black men. 
right? So, but, but one thing I didn't speak on was how us as young so-called black men, we don't get a transition period. Not at all. Really, you turn 18 and it's just like you got to pick up where they left off. Like, that's your journey by yourself. Not even when you're 18. Think about it, bro. Like, think about it. Like, since little boys, anything can happen that will welcome you into the real world. Racism. Do you know how old you were when you first experienced racism on your own where you were treated racist? Yeah. Bro, I actually bro, do. To be I honest do. with you. Yeah. Ahead, how old are y'all? Yeah, so um, it was actually my first time driving in Oklahoma. My mom was there for a job, and they uh, they told us to drive drive out there. And so where we get to this hotel, I'm about – so we moved there in the middle of sixth grade. I don't know how old I was at the time. Yeah. But, like, yeah, this the dude that was right there, I was walking down the hall – and then he was just looking at me so so kind of weird. And I'm a little kid, mind you. Right. I'm a little kid. I got my DS in my hand. I'm playing Mario. And, <laughs> yeah, I remember this day like it was yesterday, bro. He called, like, the manager gets upstairs. And he was like, yeah, this little black boy just came upstairs and peed on the floor. The hell? I'm looking around like, where did this little black boy go? <laughs> Cause being nosy, yeah, being nosy, like being nosy. I was like, "Where the black boy go?" Right, and they're just looking at me, and I'm I'm looking, I'm playing my game, looking up, and the another dude, yeah, he said, "Yeah, that little nigga peed on the floor, bro." I heard that, and then my dad, like, just apparently, like, just got off the elevator. And he looked around like, who the fuck? Who the fuck thing. said that? Right. Mine was uh, I actually yeah, went to Scott. I went crazy. to this elementary school called Zuni Elementary in Scottsdale, bro. It was one of the first little schools I came to when I yeah. got to the states before I moved to Real Vista and Avondale. Bro, that man, it was just weird. That was the first time I noticed it, man. It was when I got to the states. I'm not gonna lie. Cause it just like everybody was white, bro, and I noticed that shit at recess, bro. Like niggas just niggas would act weird when we would like play, bro. And anytime it's time like crack jokes, I was the only one getting cracked on, bro. Right, but shit, so shit was different, bro. You feel me? Like bitches would just sit there and laugh at you. Shit was different, cause uh, like in, in Canada, bro. Like when I went to school, I grew up with like it was hella diverse, bro. It's kind of kind of how it is a little bit now, bro. Like right. in Canada, I I went to school with like Asians, bro, Hispanics, like hella like blacks, bro, Africans, yeah. like yeah, bro. They have like they have their own like little uh, what's it like Asian town up there too, bro. Like it's just hella hella diverse in Canada, bro. So it was a whole new experience for me to come like come here and just and just see them, and I didn't notice it until like I was sort of outcasted, bro. And that shit was sort of new to me. I didn't know how to respond to it. And you said, how old were you, bro? This so I was about ten. This is like ten, eleven. About yeah, so like middle school, elementary Damn. school type shit. Teron, you remember how old you was? About when I had this happen, I had no idea. I I want to say I was like what, ten, twelve, or ten or eleven, <laughs> something like that. Man, I'm not gonna One of the worst experiences I had about. Uh, Rocky, like non, like non, uh, non physical, like just like altercation wise, was this shit was literally one of my last days in Montana, bro. Before I moved out here, uh, I had just started like at the dealership, 
Yeah, I I I up some dude that just pulled up on the lot. So I walk up to him, about to ask him some shit. Like just ask him how I can help him, like what he's looking for. So I walk up to him and he tells me like, "Go get me another salesman. I don't work with your kind." Damn, so I wow. sit there, yeah, but I sit there, my jaw drops, and I turn around, and I go back, and I'm like, I'm living, bro. I go back into my dealership. I'm like, yeah, bro, when do y'all go get him? He, he don't, he want no parts of me. And now it's like, man, like a, a week later, bro, I moved back to Arizona. Damn, bro. Back, yeah, that was, like, yeah, that was after college. So I was like, within the last, like, that's within, like, two years ago. This, this was MAGA country, nigga. So nah, you already know. Man. So you yeah, already man. know. Yeah, being being Oklahoma, it's something different, bro. Because there's, and we was far from like where our family was. We was at, really out there for, and being called a nigga, and then like being blamed for peeing on the floor. <laughs> That's like, come on, like, bro, I'm like twelve. I can understand if I was like six. Like, I could probably lie about something like that, but like, yeah. nah, you you you're a big kid, bro. You can't lie in your name like that. Right, and then it was like, bro, we can get this tested and all this. We can call the police and wow. And then when, like, once once everybody got upstairs where I was, they was like, so you're telling me our twelve year or eleven year old son decided he was gonna walk down the hallway, pee by your room, and walk off. Yeah, bro. Yeah, they they really tried to line your name, T Money. Right, and right. I, they was like, what sense does that make? Like, who manages this? <laughs> right. What they do that? I remember. I remember my first, um, my first experience of, uh, you know, dealing with racism was at Sun Canyon Elementary School, and I honestly want to do a podcast on this. Y'all can feel free to tap in if y'all want to, and you know, this is where we just talk about. It. It's, it's gonna be a whole drop. But anyway, um, I was at Sun Canyon, bro, on 83rd Avenue and McD- and, and not McDowell and Lower yeah. Buckeye, 83rd and Lower Buckeye around this school. So I remember we went to school with mainly Mexicans. Okay. So it was hella diverse. Chinese okay. kids, white kids, black kids, and Mexicans. Especially in Tolleson, that's Mexican Central. You feel me? So, Man anyway, Central. You already know, nigga. Desert Sky, you already know. But anyway, uh, I mean, like, they will make certain black jokes, bro. Like, uh, the lights to turn off when we watch a movie or when they finna turn the projector on. They'll be like, where the mirror go? You know what, what I'm saying? You're a light skinned Nigga. <laughs> That was always my thing. Like, my nigga, I'm light-skinned, bro. And yeah. the thing or is, like, most of the time... My fault, go ahead. No, but you was telling your story, but, like... Or when they're talking about slavery and, like, everybody look at you. Because moving here from yeah. Oakland, like, I've been around black people my, before in my life. I've seen some ish that would make you like, oh, it's different. And like just talking about slavery and moving to Garden Lakes, there wasn't really much black kids. It was probably I could probably count like three, and it was I believe y'all know them. It was like me, Rayford, and like Ivy. When I was, when I went to um when I went to Garden Lakes when I moved here, and that was the only like black kids I knew, uh-huh. and or I seen. And then like every time they talk about slavery, just everybody in the classroom just look at me. Just look at you, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, nigga. Just look at you. I'm like, bro. Okay, keep going. Yeah, like nigga, we're like nigga. I'm hearing this just along with y'all, my nigga. Like, why mm-hmm. y'all making me feel like that? You know what I mean? And not even like that happened too. Like I dealt with that shit too. And also like, like most of the jokes that that was cracked on us was from Mexicans, because we Bad. grew up with the Mexicans. All the classes 
we had mainly Mexicans in our classes. We and did, yeah. Much, you know what I'm saying? It was me- it was always Mexicans mainly uh, uh, with the black. You know what I'm saying? So the blacks, of course, you always gravitate towards. You know what I'm saying? The blacks, but you know when when you cracking jokes and then the teachers are Mexican too. Oh, and they get in on it. Oh, that's different. No, not that they don't get in on it, but they don't be like, "All right, class, that's not funny. Calm down. All right, that's not you know what I'm. They don't say nothing about it. Right? They just giggle or do some other. Nigga, this happened from second grade all the way up until high school. Uh, Teachers yeah. ain't never said nothing, and and, and at like center and and from elementary school to even middle school, bro. Like that was uh Sun Cane and Santa Maria Santa Maria Middle School. R- nigga, nigga, like nigga, bad. Okay. You know, and we would crack jokes on the, on a nigga named Lorenzo. Shout out to Lorenzo if y'all remember Lorenzo. That nigga was nigga had the big lips. Nigga, we used to call that nigga Jay Z, Bean Dip, uh, all whole but nigga Camel. We used to call that nigga a whole bunch of shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? But nigga, it didn't matter if he was black. He was getting cracked on. Yup. Yeah, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Well, shit didn't get better for me until I got to like Real Vista. Even when Real even at Real Vista, that shit was a little weird. Even then, it was clear. It was like everybody was clicked up. It was more diverse, but even then, it was like clicked, clicked up. up. Oh yeah, especially like at recess or wellness or something like that when y'all playing Hell basketball, yeah. football. But the jokes was always there for sure. Exactly, they're always gonna be there, bro. So, so with, with, with that being said, usually, um, when you don't, so usually with that being said, bro, when you don't have like a big brother, or uncle, or father, or a grandpa, at least, you know what I mean. That can at least lead you and guide you. You know, yeah, they help you understand or yeah, teach you how to react the proper way. Yeah, because because you you know what I'm saying you 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 got to deal with that, but also you got to talk about it too. Yeah. Me, I had my pops to talk to it about, so he helped guide me through that shit, help me learn how to how to maneuver through it and use it as an advantage. You know what I mean? Like, bro, them words can't hurt me, bro. Like, I'm never like I don't even know you, bro, and you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, and that shit taught me most most people on the planet that aren't so called black, they feel that way. Yeah. Even the motherfucking Arabians, bro. There was this nigga at Westview who owns a smoke shop right now. Fab, you know exactly yep. who I'm talking about, man. Yeah, I know exactly who you're you talking about. You know exactly, Teron. You know too, nigga. Atef. Atef yeah. used to have the greatest black jokes of all time. Bro, Atef was funny as hell to this day. Atef had me dying. Bro, Atef was hilarious, bro. So, Atef, Atef would have more niggas. black jokes than us. Like nigga, we telling race jokes in class, and nobody else got jokes. Like we all go in order: me, Ricky, uh, Tajon, and then and then the Tef. Oh, and this order, and then we, and nigga, we all out of jokes, but a Tef. This nigga keep going and keep uh, going. It's like at this point, right. it's like, all right, bro. Hey, bro, say one more black joke. Right, we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm solid. That shit look nasty as fuck, bro. Y'all should got that shit from the dollar store or what, dude? Them niggas got some dollars in there. <laughs> hey, hey niggas, some, this some nigga nasty. showed me a box of nigga Morning Star corn dogs. Nigga, them satanic, uh, yeah. them ritual, them nigga, them is ritualistic corn dogs that you get from the, the the freezer section at the dollar store. Nigga, you got this Can't shit for a dollar. Can't do it. You yeah, got to bro. have the bubble guts by the time you wake up. Yeah, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I'm straight off the corn dog smokes. I don't like the glizzies, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm straight. Said, off, I'm, I'm not no glizzy gladiator, nigga. Yeah, bro. I'm not. I'm. I'm straight off all of that. You won't catch me liking, bro. But um, but but what I was saying was um, at least for me, I had my dad. You know, even my grandpa still to this day, bro. Like my grandpa been through shit. Like like nigga, my dad, my grandpa 
was alive in the 60s, nigga. That's a time I did not want. Nigga, my grandpa's a G for that, bro. Like, the shit that they've been through, like, our grandparents, we, I don't think we have any idea what them niggas been through, bro. Bro, nah, real shit. The 60s the, are different, man. Yeah, the civil rights movement, the 50s, the 40s, the 50s, and the 60s, bro, was different, bro. They was putting in work, bro. Nah, for real. Because the, 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 the 80s and 90s, they were still just dealing with the, with the effects of it, bro. In the was, 60s, they were still fighting to, yeah, the fighting to get it. Yeah, they were fighting to get it. They were dealing with the effects of the downfall from the because the 60s and the 70s, we were prominent. All from the 20, the 1920s up until the 60s and 70s, we were prominent. So-called black people were extremely prominent. Look at the way that we carried ourselves. You look at the marriage rate. You look at the divorce rate. You look at the uh, the black parent household. How many black mothers and fathers were in the household? It was above sixty-five percent, man. In the nine, in the eighties and nineties, we were dealing with the downfall of the civil rights movement, and you know what I mean. Them breaking up the so-called yeah. black family, mainly. Well, you know what? Yeah, well, you know what they did in the eighties, bro. You know it's all of the gender. Yeah. Especially with the crime bill and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. With Section Eight. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot that our people had to go through. So yeah, we need. And, then, and it kind of and, and it's crazy how. You go from topic to topic on this on this uh, on this podcast, bro, because it, it's, it's it's perfect the way you transition, said, because you were just talking about our our, our elders, bro, and our, and our ancestors, bro. It's uh, not ancestors, but just our uncles, our grandparents, and shit. Right, you, you got to, that. you got to, man, because and then, you, you got to think about it, man. People that are in their sixties, people think about it, bro. Not even the sixties, their forties. In the eight, yeah, in the eighties and nineties, bro, it was take that. That's why we're struggling. Yeah, we're struggling because they because the attack on the so-called black man be got got even stronger. Exactly, you know, bro. They yo, yo, took yo, yo, out the so-called black no man. Uncles. No exactly. Uncles, there's no, no uncles, no fathers, no, no fathers there. Little by little, like exactly. There's, whole, there's gaps in the family, bro. And that and and that that has generational effects, bro. Exactly. Now, when you now when you look at it, and I speak on this all the time, you you that's why we have so many emotional. Look at Shannon Sharp, man. He talk about his grandma all the fucking time. Because his grandma raised him. That's why he's so fucking emotional. He was ra- when you have niggas that are raised by women, monkey see, monkey fucking do. We learned this, nigga. We learned the monkey song. You remember the ten little monkeys jumping on the bed, one fall yep, off, nigga. Monkey see, monkey fucking do. We learned this as little bitty kids. Very fucking simple. But we're not monkeys when you have a father. You know what I'm saying? When you have exactly. guidance, you can't be a fucking monkey because yep. you learn to have a mind of your own. Yep, you know better. You're taught exactly. the same way. You're shaped and you're molded to have a mind of your own. You feel me? So I yep. want to give a special shout out. I, w- I was just talking about this. Um, you know, I was just going to say, you know, would you guys agree that, you know, big brothers, grand- grandparents, uh, fathers, you know, by the time you're 18 and you're thrown out into the fire, you got to apply all the training and preparation that we've been given as children by our elders, would you? Yeah. I was gonna say, would you guys agree with that? I agree one hundred percent. And if you don't, it's fight or flight. Nah, it's like, yeah. Great point. I say yeah and no. I would Great say point. yeah and no because you still go into the world making your own decisions. Like, okay, you know your paths and what. Okay, if I do this, I know it'll probably lead me here. Yep. Or mostly, or you're gonna go with your parents' advice. Like, okay. I want to do this, this, and this. But you, in life, you're going to make your own decisions for yourself. Like, ah, they tripping. I, 
I can do this. I can do this this way, and I'll be exactly. fine. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that, that's why. That's why I say I agree, and you need to apply it because I feel like the greatest teacher in life, the greatest lesson in life, is experience. Yep. And when they tell exactly. you that shit, they telling you it for a reason from they experience. It. Because exactly. they done went through it, so they know they they know how they should have went through it, and so they want you to go through it the you feel a me? better way. You feel me? So the elders think about it, bro. Think about even our family members, bro. Like age of forty, how how old are you, Fabricia? I'll say you the oldest one in here. How old are you, Fab? I'm only twenty three. Twenty three. God damn. When you turn twenty four? November. Yeah. Damn, nigga, you barely older than me, my nigga. How are you in the class above me? That's bro. Me. Yeah. Yeah. He bro, was trying I to get what's it called? I, I yeah. skipped the grade when I came to the states. Ah, uh, that's right. You told me that. You told me that. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to get reclassed. They wouldn't let him. They was hating on the kid. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, they let Hamza though. Bro, they didn't. They was supposed. I was supposed to be in a class. I was supposed to be in a class above, bro. They didn't let me. But because I'm in December, you know, I'm a little bit late. Oh, there you go, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm. I really am barely older than you, bro. Because I'm November 28th. I guess I'm the end of November. Wow, I'm December 6th, nigga. <laughs> I'm older than you by a week, my boy. By a week and in some days, my that's boy. Crazy. Eight eight weeks, days, bro. That's crazy. That's some bullshit. So I wanted I wanted to say real quick, bro. Um, because especially because we were so close um in age, once we get out into the real world, like certain things, for instance, basketball, the elders put us in certain things like football, basketball, you know, to to learn how to how to how to operate as a team and yeah. learn that you have a role to play. You can get better. Think about when you first picked up a basketball. <laughs> we were probably good with the physical talents. Mm-hmm. We were naturally pick up a basketball. Yeah, you good, but nigga, there was some work that we could do some the first time we picked up that basketball, right or wrong. Right. Yeah. So it's always work that you can do. Like even even like when you get older and you're done in life, you know what I'm saying? Not even done. You're never even done in life, bro. Like happiness. Like people be like, I just want to be happy. That like I, I fucking hate seeing I hate seeing niggas see, post that shit, bro. Like, if a girl say some shit like that, like, I understand that because most women are, are they live off a of fucking fantasy. They just live a fantasy. They live a movie in their head, like, directed mm-hmm. by them, filmed by them, starring them. You know what I mean? And, every, like, when things don't go their way, that's why you see grown women acting like fucking kids when things don't go their way. You're not supposed to be like that, like a man. And when you say, like, um, uh, I just want to be happy, we all want to be happy, bro, but happiness don't come. Nigga, just one day after something you, you've achieved, you know, like happiness comes after something you've achieved, like for a life goal or an accomplishment. Yeah. But that's you, that can't, shit you can't see you every work for second it. of the day, bro. I've learned you can't see nah, that because you work for your day, happiness. Bro. Right. There's a time and place for it. Right. But but happiness comes in spurts. You're not exactly. going to wake up every day like, yeah, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Not going to fucking happen, especially as a as a as a man. No fucking way. That's not possible. One hundred. You have to like they they the the story like there's a there's a a a colloquialism or a saying a man will fall nine a man will fall eight times but he rises nine. It's kind of a paradox in its own, but you got to understand like when you know it's always something that you can work on. There's always something that you can improve on as a man or as a human being because we're more than just this physical. We're more than just this physical flesh. That's why you have five fingers. You're, you're a five-dimensional being by nature. That's why you have to be at least a three- to four-dimensional thinker or five-dimensional thinker. Five steps ahead, four, three, four steps ahead. You know what I mean? Being a three... That's why you have five fingers, bro. Five-dimensional. You have five senses. Yep. The brain, the brain is, is, is the only thing that you have that is limitless. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's the closest thing that we all have to our creator is the brain. Our, if, if anything, our, our creator, at least what I say, I don't want to tell nobody what, well, I live this, this platform is not to tell nobody what to believe in or nothing like that. I'm just here to help at least in understanding, especially in understanding, we lack understanding. So I'm here to try to help brothers change the mindset so we can have a different understanding and change how we move and how we operate as a whole. It don't work. It, it don't work as a collective. I'm here to change minds one by one, bro. It's not, you know, that's why my channel's not big. My, my platform's not too huge. Right. You know what I mean? Because we, we do real talk over here. Yeah, Especially bro, even, yeah. even when we talk about sports. It's shit that the, we don't have, I don't have nobody sitting above me that's, that's, that's telling me to push no certain type of agenda, telling me what to talk about. I talk about what the hell I want to talk about. Right. And I wanted Weird. to talk about this with y'all too. And it took how long for us to do this podcast? And people forget, because nah, and, and you forget, Amir, because you're not funded by anybody, bro. When you're that funded too? by somebody, they, they have influence over what you over what you portray. You feel me? And and I don't even ask. And and like the people who do support me, I don't even ask people for donations. I don't set up a cap. People have told me, oh, like, what's your cash app? People have asked me for cash up so they can donate. I'm like, nah, bro, you solid. You know what I'm saying? As of right now, as of right now, bro, niggas don't gotta pay. Niggas don't gotta pay nothing because I'm just here to help you change your mindset. If I once I like, if I get to a certain a certain stage, get a shed light. Subscribers or fifty thousand subscribers, I can probably make a Patreon and niggas can and niggas can pay a dollar a month to get X amount of videos per month. You feel me on multiple topics because I don't just talk about one thing. This is a this is a really good conversation that we're having. It's not even just about sports, but mainly it, but. I love to talk about sports with y'all too because we can go we're versatile with what we know about sports. Especially uh, you especially with Tehran having a, a inside source, having a, a family member that's in the NBA and Damian Lillard. You know what I'm saying? Like the, like he provides a, a different outlook on Damian Lillard in the in at least their situation going on that nobody else knows and that that we can't get from nobody else. And and 9 times out of 10 when the nigga was like, "Yeah, bro, Dame's not going anywhere." Nigga, Dame <laughs> went no fucking where. Yeah, bro. That's off rip. I still remember T Money. T Money told Gang that 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 Dame was the 2K cover like three days yep. before 2K cover came out. Nigga, we was shook. Yep, I remember we played. Nigga, the first time I played that game was with uh, was at uh, this girl Jasmine house, bro. I was like, nigga, Dame Lillard is on the cover. I was like, damn, bro, this man is different. That's tough, bro. Yeah, you gotta earn that, bro. You yeah, gotta earn that cover. Yeah, you seen Luca earned that. And 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 Luca Luca is a is is a different animal. He's gonna win a couple MVPs, bro. Yeah, bro. I th- I I think he got a ring in his near future, bro. I'm not even gonna lie. In, no. in the next Fuck five, no. Yeah. Next five. In the next five years, bro. Whether <laughs> no. it's in Dallas or somewhere else, I think he got a ring in the next five. I'm letting the you league know belong. Right the league belongs to Trey Luca. No. Nigga, Jason Tatum, Donovan, bro, them niggas are are, are the future, bro. It's about with, to, yeah, yeah. I'm letting about... you know this right now. With LeBron still in the league or still in the West, I should say, Luca is not getting a ring. And as long as you said the next five years, do you yeah, see but LeBron, LeBron only got two left, three left, nigga. Yeah, you think? Okay, so three years. You also have the LeBron stopper in Kawhi. You still have Kevin Durant. Curry. You still have Giannis Curry. Play and like, in three in years, and in three years, bro, and in three years they're gonna be they're gonna be old as shit like Brown and Melo right now. It's a good point. That's true, but that's I'll what say, I'm saying. I'll probably so say by he'll them, get there, but he won't just... get no ring. Luca's gonna go down know. as no with no ring. You know. gotta know, bro. Luca's been playing pro since he was 13, bro. 
like yeah, even, or even that. younger, bro. He he like that. this. This is just how how much time he's in the league, bro. Like, I I want I want I y'all both making some good points, but ultimately I'll kind of have to low key now turn to and and turn to start to feel or not even feel but feel or think a little bit more towards what Tehran is saying because Luca's not a great leader, man. I yeah oh. I agree. Luca's not a great leader. He's out there, he's out there just hooping. Yeah, that's, that's why I said it depends like on, on where he goes or if he stays there, what pieces they bring, bro. Because because it, it, it's just I mean I hope they don't do him like like Cleveland did LeBron, bro. Because they got him for oh, no. but they got to do better. No, they they won't. They won't. Hold on, first of all, man. Let's not. Mark Cuban won't do let's like stop that. The cap, let's stop the cap on LeBron, man. Come on. Oh my God! All right. What's the best? What's the best thing Cleveland did for LeBron, bro? Come on, man. What are you talking about? They went 66 and what, 11? 66. They got a ring. On LeBron's shoulders. That wasn't necessarily on LeBron's shoulders, man. They put a really good team around him, man. Oh, man. You don't win six games by yourself, man. When LeBron went joined Miami, even when he was on uh, – LeBron has never been on a team that has won above 55 games aside from that team. Oh, you talking about okay? You talking about when he came back? I'm talking about his first eight years, bro. His That's what I'm talking about. There. When they won sixty, what sixty uh, some markets, six games. That was pissing That's me so off, bro. No, Galskis, like, all right, you had a Galskis who was an all star. That was about it, bro. Bro, Mo Daniel Williams, Gibson was still. Was, bro, was, Daniel Gibson was coming off the bench doing work. I noticed because my older brother used to use him. Delonte West oh, was the cheat God. code in two K in that time. Don't sleep on Delonte. Yeah, West. oh yeah, Delonte West is a little, a little quick lefty. You feel me? And also, too, bro, like, aside and, and aside from, like, you know, like, everything that happened with him leaving, bro, like, LeBron James went to join Miami with Dwayne Wade, <coughs> Eric Spolster, who is a great coach. Yeah, he went to join his best friends. And Chris Bosh, man. Yeah, he went to go join his best friends. And yeah, also, they- too, also, too, you asked, you asked, uh, uh, you know, what is what did Cleveland do? For uh, LeBron, man, they were about to get they they had a trade for Jimmy Butler and Paul George. All LeBron had to do was sign an extension, and he wouldn't sign an extension. Don't forget, that's what it was for Kyrie. That's the reason why Kyrie left, man. Oh, because they put him on the table, yeah. You feel me? So they they did something for LeBron to keep him there, bro. You know, um, Pat Riley gave, um, a, his ring to Chris Bosh until he won one, and then Chris Bosh then gave back his ring on uh, when he got inducted to the Hall of Fame. I want to speaking to Chris Bosh, and real that's quick. how they got, and that's how they got Chris Bosh to Miami. Wow. Speaking speaking to Chris Bosh real quick, I want to give a huge apology to Chris Bosh, man, and everybody in the basketball community. I feel we owe Chris Bosh an apology that used to make gay jokes about him. Because come to find out, it was really fucking Dwayne Wade. We Man. had it wrong wow. the whole time. The whole wow. time. Wrong the whole fucking time. It was actually D Wade. I'm sorry, Chris Bosch. I used to crack a lot of jokes about you and you know what I mean, troll you on Facebook. I apologize. I was wrong. I was wrong. Man. Man. I laughed. I didn't partake. I laughed though. <laughs> of course you didn't partake. Nigga, you like you like LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like LeBron. I had never had nothing against Bosch either, bro. You know, that nigga put on for them Raptors, bro. Bro, yeah, he was a dog even before he teamed up with LeBron. You know, they didn't make it out the first round, but he was the reason that they was even making the playoffs, bro, with nobody oh, on the yeah. Raptors. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, 
You know what I mean? Shout out to Chris Boss, bro. I apologize once again. He's going. It was the reason Bron got one of his rings, nigga. He played. He played a huge role. Agreed. And he changed up his game. We used to call Chris. My dad, well, not we. My dad used to call Chris Boss soft, and I used to be like, bro, he's not soft. He just changed the way he played to fit in with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. He used to bang out. He was a big. He was a. He was a dominant. Right. He was in Mm -hmm. Toronto, bro. There's no way Chris Boss was soft. And my dad learned that later on down the line. So once again, shout out to you, Pops, and shout out to Chris Bosch, man. Yeah. Uh, hey, what, <clears throat> what's your favorite, uh, like, oh, oh, my bad, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. What's your favorite, I was about to say, what's your favorite, like, uh, throwback player, like 90s player? Kobe. Man, come on, man, like real 90s player, Kobe. though. Like, like real 80s, 90s player, though. Oh, yeah. real 80s, Kobe 80, came 90? in 97. Kobe came in 97, man. Facts. Like, 80s, 90s? Man, Kobe, Kobe, I, I, yeah. I say it's it's a it's a it's a tie. Um, for me, it's Barkley. Yeah, we know. You know, you I know that you like Barkley. The nigga that reminds me of Barkley nowadays is like PJ Tucker, but with a much more that with a lot a more menace. skill set. That nigga is a menace. And PJ, if you ever listen to this, I just know because I see you in life. Undersized power forward. That's Bro, a dog. You're a down there. I say a I say if anything, man, if anybody reminds me of Charles Barkley. Um, Charles Barkley, yeah, is 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 Draymond. Okay, yeah, yeah. both say. of them play, but with, but with a lot more skill set. Uh, oh, um, um, Charles Barkley was extremely more um athletic than either than both of them combined. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Extreme. Well, maybe not both of them combined, but he was extremely, extremely athletically talented, man. Yeah, bro. Another one, one of my favorites too was uh, David Robinson, bro. That nigga was a dog. He was a uh, he was a snow bunny, but I get you. I I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'll probably I have think, to say. I agree one hundred percent, bro. That's what I was speaking of. Just on the court, though. I probably have to say. Or even, even on the court, he was a snow bunny. That man was that man was soft. He ain't never. He better be lucky that nigga, them niggas, he got injured. That's the best thing that ever happened yeah. to him. The fact yeah. That he injured. Yeah. They would have never. If he would have never got injured, they would have never. Nigga, they would have never been in a, in a draft position to be able to get Tim Duncan because they were never getting out the first round. Yeah, and and, and that's bro, the best thing that happened for Greg yeah. for uh for Greg Popovich too was yeah. them drafting uh-huh. Tim Duncan. Was he was just one of their first. He was just to me. He was just one of them first footers that was like really with that shooting it from the three and like bringing it down the court and dunking that shit. Like he was one of them first seven footers doing that for him. Yeah, that's him true. and him and Ewing. Uh, no, and never, and don't ever forget about Hakeem too, man. Hakeem was taking that bitch. That's, what I, that's what I was going to say. Hey, yeah, he had he has the best footwork in the game ever sure of all time. Any big man of all time. Oh man, Hakeem, Hakeem. So eighties, so nineties players that will being from Oakland and only knowing like the Warriors, like before, like really gone. <laughs> so I'll probably have to say Tim Hardaway for this crossover. Ooh. Probably the glove. Shout out to man, my uncle man, Gary Payton. It's my uncle man. That boy said that, man, that boy was a real dog for real. Yeah, he yeah. he had a he had a mouth on him, boy. Bro, he said, he, bro, he talked like that, like no, he talked like that to you, like in real life too, like I, a normal I'm conversation, normalized conversation. This like and they talk that shit to you. And that's the thing too, uh, Gary. Uh, well. At least for for at least for, for the nineties and eighties, man, I can't. I would have to say uh, Michael Jordan, of course, clearly, but of course, but uh, like other than like big stars like that, because we but know magic. It was so up. much talent, though. Like you know what I mean? I can't. I can't not mention Isaiah Thomas. I can't not mention Larry Bird. 
right and uh dr j even played later on in the 80s right clyde drexler alone got carl malone uh carl malone and moses malone Mm -hmm. uh charles oakley um clyde the glide clyde you feel me Dominique Wilkins, bro. It was so much talent back there, man. Ewing. I couldn't just say who my favorite player was, but I do want to. I do want to ask y'all this though. Yeah. What is the, what was the most defensive era in basketball history? Nineties to no, yeah, nineties to two uh two thousands for sure. No, okay. I I can't even say that. Well, the bad boys. That's probably has to be. Or no, that's really fouling though. Bad boys were dead for oh man. Bro, that's not that's not defense. That's criminal. Hey, hey, Michael Jordan was putting up sixty one put up sixty one against those boys. Even when they was losing, man. With Pimpin. Uh, but Pimpin was a was a was a child then, averaging ten points a game. But once yeah. he got help. Yeah, he was putting up yeah. that number. But the first two he, years, were. he but, was not he was not putting up sixty one because yes. he didn't even know he he did score he he scored no not to do he scored fifty one when Scottie Pippen was a rookie in game in game four yeah when Scottie Pippen was a rookie but when he first when he burst yeah, him the Scottie first Pippen two times rookie and Scottie Pippen averaged nine points a game in that series and if Scottie Pippen didn't even start his rookie year you do know he only averaged nine minutes a game right no I did not know that. Yeah, he didn't even start. So, That's on. one thing, bro. I always want to know how. That's what they say. Let's start running with the media. Let's start running with the media narratives, man. The Bulls were great regardless. Michael Jordan was great regardless, and 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 also, did y'all know that the only team to beat who? Do y'all know who the only team to beat the Pistons were on their runs when they went back to back? Either the Rockets oh, and the Bulls, weren't they? The Rockets and the Bulls. The Rockets won one game. The Bulls won two. Damn. In 89-90. In 87-88, the Bulls won one game, and nobody else won a game. The, the Pistons swept the Celtics in the finals. They swept uh, – uh, who else did they sweep? They swept the motherfucking 76ers. Uh, and I don't remember who they swept in the first round, but they swept everybody but the Bulls. Um, I swear. I swear it was like the Pacers. Different. Rivalry. Do not like think that. on those Bulls-Pistons rivalries even before the Bulls won. That was a rivalry even before Jordan and them got to his prime. The and Jordan Lakers rivalries were crazy, too. Were, were amazing. That's why also, too, Larry Bird is, is – I, I feel Larry Bird and Fab, we're going to do a podcast on this individually on uh, the on the real conversation. Shouldn't yeah. be between – LeBron. Once get, uh, yeah, Bird. it shouldn't be between LeBron and Jordan. It should be LeBron and Bird. If you look at Larry Birdman, he only had nine full Numbers seasons very where he was healthy, and he had just as much accomplish he had just as much accomplishments as LeBron before last season because LeBron James just won his fourth ring last season. Well, not last so, season, season before last season. All right, getting off topic a little bit, I looked up Scottie Pippen, and when he first got to the league, he was twenty two. You yep. played seventy nine games, but you are right though. He had twenty min. He played twenty minutes a game, but he only averaged three point three points a game. Nigga, sorry. Or seven, or my fault, my fault. That was his field, or that's what it said, field goal, or yeah, FG. It's 3.3, and then he only averaged 7.9 points a game. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not hearing that uh, Michael Jordan only, Michael Jordan never made it out the rod, never made it out the first round until he got Scottie Pippen. I'm not hearing that. 
I'm not hearing that. Scottie Pippen was not the reason why they made it out the first round. That was because Michael Jordan, once again, won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, was the scoring champion, and led the league in steals. He was the only player in NBA history that wasn't a big man, that wasn't Hakeem Olajuwon, because he's the only one who's ever accomplished this, right? Michael Jordan did this three different – no, my bad, two different times, if I'm not mistaken, three. Somebody in the podcast can correct me if I'm wrong. But, no, um, I think you're right. I think you're right. You're talking, you, about, you're talking about Defensive Player of the Year? Defense, no, not even – no, to have – um, more than 200 steals and 100 blocks in a season. No one else in history, aside from as a shooting guard, as a shooting guard, as a shooting guard, guard. yeah, and he's okay. done that more than once. And yeah, so I Michael think... Jordan should have won Defensive Player of the Year more than once. Yeah, because he's a shooting guard. Yeah. So that's the reason that <laughs> that's the reason they made it out the first round, and because they were good enough. Michael Jordan got got it to a certain point, even with Doug Collins. You know what I mean? He didn't need Phil Jackson to get out the first round. Scotty Pippen, you feel me? Phil Jackson was the one that was that implemented a great system that was going to help Michael Jordan make him make him greater. But it was because they were a 50-win team. They were like 50 and 32. Well, Michael right. Jordan in his first three years, Michael Jordan was 21, 22, and 23 years of old. He wasn't, he wasn't even in his prime. He was going against the Celtics. And who else did they go up against? In the first round, I don't even remember who else. I don't even the remember. Pacers, the Pacers, for sure, because Reggie, Reggie Miller. No, that, no, I'm talking about in the in the, in the late 80s when Michael Jordan was young, before he asked Scottie Pippen. Oh. Uh, it was the it was the Knicks. The top-seeded team. It was the t- he was playing against the top-seeded teams in the East. Remember, yeah, it was the Knicks, the Knicks, Knicks, Pistons, and something else. And, the Celtics, and somebody else. And the Celtics. I don't think they were yeah. playing Pistons in the first round, though. Because they played the Pistons when they finally got out the first round after they beat the Cavaliers. And the Cavaliers. And the Cavaliers. Because the Cavaliers were who the um, – if you go back and look at those playoff runs, the Cavaliers were who the, the, were who the Bulls were supposed to hype up to be, were who the Bulls actually turned out to be. They were hyping up the Cavs. That was a young team where I think Brad Darty, if y'all know who that is, they had a lot of talent on that team. I don't remember the rest, but they had a really talented team. They were young and up-and-coming yeah, team. Craig they were supposed Hello. to be the team that was supposed to take Mark over. Price. Mark Price, you feel me? Exactly. And 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 that's what and so they were going up against the highest rated teams in the East as Michael when Michael Jordan was a pup. And he was still dominating those dudes. Larry Bird still called him God in shoes and sneakers, mm-hmm. nigga. You feel me? So the you know, when we when we talk about Michael Jordan, don't let a good narrative get in the fact of history. You know what I'm saying? We gotta make sure when we when especially fucking Shannon Sharp and Nick Wrong. All right. Anything that comes out of their mouth and Kendrick Perkins that comes out of their mouth. About Michael Jordan, you I have turn to off. Listen. I turn off the. I turn off the TV when Kendrick Perkins talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna hold you. It's a monster. Yeah, Kendrick, man. He, Kendrick he, 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 honestly. Kendrick used to be good when when he, <laughs> before before he started riding LeBron's dick. Man, he was actually a really good analyst, bro. I remember. You better be talking about being an analyst. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? I thought but, you was talking about as like a as a player, player. bro. I was about right. To I was oh like, no! Oh no! Lo- oh no! Lo- as an analyst, as an analyst, as a player, he wasn't <laughs> shit. He wasn't shit. He, he he barely bought any value yet. as a player to any team he ever played on. Right, Probably. he got his ring though, but still, yeah, he didn't even, he didn't even play. Did he really? He didn't he even didn't play in the fucking series, bro. So you telling me he had minutes like um? Brian Scalabrini? Yeah. He had minutes like Scalabrini and Gary Payton on the motherfucking heat. Wow. Gary Payton was on that 06 team, wasn't he, huh? Yeah, Yeah. bro. He didn't even play in the finals. 
that's sickening. <laughs> ring. So real quick, I want to ask another. I want to ask another question, man. Uh, when it comes to sports, right? Uh huh. We can even take the same mentality or tactics and morals, right, that we've learned through sports. And shout out to my pops, right, because also we were talking about KD joining Golden State, right? Um, yep. What are some of the things you guys enjoyed um, and wanted to talk about from the Draymond Green and KD podcast? Ah, uh, KD uh, or <clears throat> KD talked about um, how from 2010 from to now was like the greatest era of basketball, and I would have to strongly disagree on that. I want to say I love. Hold on, we we'll go back to what you say in turn, but I just want to say I love how he ended it. I love, I love his uh, his Kevin Durant's take on how he ended the whole the whole interview, just on as far as be as as far as a player and how he perceives everything going forward. Facts, but yeah, but yeah, I, I, hey, what era were you talking about then, Tamar man? What, what, what you saying? I probably I'm I'm gonna go with from 2000 to 2010, or. Yeah, that's probably how I'll go to from. Oh no, bro! Uh, for me, I gotta say, oh, 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 05 to fifteen, bro. Oh, 05 to fifteen. Yeah. Why? Why? But you twenty, say but 05 even to... man, six, even sixteen was just so great, bro. Twenty sixteen was just twenty sixteen was the greatest finals performance ever, I think. To be honest. Why? Because I'm weak as hell. Is that why? Because LeBron came back three one. Is that what I'm about to hear? Yeah, bro. That yeah, twenty sixteen <laughs> and twenty seventeen were the greatest like nigga finals duel like duels ever, bro. We keeping it a butt. I don't know, man. Man, I mean, apart from like, all right, maybe Magic versus Bird or like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like nah, I just like twenty seventeen were like the greatest finals duels like, ever. Match nah, I ever. just I just like the two thousand <clears throat> because everybody. Everybody had something from the 2000, from 2010. There was no team that you knew as a kid growing up watching basketball that didn't have a star on their team and that could not do work. But you can say the same thing from the 70s all the way till now. Yeah, I was about to say, you can say the same thing now, too. You you can be like, oh, Zach Levine, nigga. What? You can can go and be like, no, but like had real stars that you like, damn, they're really fighting for like the AC and this is crazy. We have like now too, man. now you have like you probably you probably have like your top eight. Nah man, there's still ten over there in the West. Even low key in the East, man. You got Zion, you got John Morant, Curry, LeBron, uh Kawhi. Uh who else is out there in the West? Uh Lillard. Lillard. Uh you feel me? Um uh, where are the Timberwolves at? Nowhere. Are they in the east or the west? They're the west for sure. They're yeah, in the west. You feel me? They're in the west with Cat. That's you true. feel me? Uh, but, going on, to, and that's what nine teams that I just named. That's, yeah, I didn't even name. I didn't even name the Suns. Facts. So going on to the east, we have who? You got the Celtics with Jason Tatum. You got the Hawks mm-hmm. with um uh. The oh, for the West, you got De'Aaron Fox still for the West. De'Aaron Fox, we didn't name Luca. Then you have West with Nat out in the West. Yeah, you got Giannis. the Bucks out in whoa, the East. Whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. The Spurs is a good one, bro. 
But they ain't got no fucking stars, man. Let's get fucking real. Right. They they dropped all their stars. They're about they're about to be in rebuild mode. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Spurs Papa is a tough one, bro. Spurs Papa is going to retire and leave it to that one girl, Becky <laughs> Hammond. That's what I thought, too. But I don't see why. <laughs> What'd you uh, say, bro? He's about to leave that. Hey, He's about to leave girl. it to little Becky. Little Becky Hammond. Uh, you about to retire and keep the keys to her. If not her, Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan said he really didn't want to coach. That's why he was barely there. The NBA been pushing real hard to get a women coach, man. Don't sleep her. Don't sleep. Yeah, if anybody, it'd be her. Yep, and Greg Popovich would do it too. Yeah, bro. The Spurs don't even attract free agents with with Greg Popovich being a fake-ass liberal. This nigga called y'all remember this nigga called LeBron James the Black Panther? Wow. No, I don't. Yeah, nigga. Some outrageous shit. Why you think he was saying that shit, nigga? To appeal to black people. Yeah, bro. I like black people too. You know what I'm saying? Like San Antonio is not a destination where niggas in the free agency look to go to, bro. They be seeing Greg. They be seeing the way nigga. They they seen the way that nigga was yelling at nigga Kawhi Leonard. They the seen the way he was yelling at me. Yeah, you feel me? Seen the way he was yelling and he'll be getting into Rosen motherfucking ass, nigga. Uh huh. Nigga, same the way he he would do with Tim Duncan, nigga. Uh, the big nigga back in the nineties. What was that weak ass nigga name? David Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, weak. Yeah, he was low key weak as fuck because he was soft. He was twinkle toes in the paint. Uh. You better put some respect on the general. David man. Robinson, I'm, when, once again, Admiral, my fault. once my again, fault. once again, the greatest thing that ever happened to that nigga was him getting hurt, nigga, because they wouldn't have been able to draft him, Duncan. That's yeah. facts. Yeah, so he better he better praise Tim Duncan, nigga, and and yeah. that's and that nigga's questionable too. His manhood is questionable too. We are not even gonna talk about that. What I do want to talk about though is uh, uh, Fab. I know you seen my tweet, nigga. You seen your boy LeBron allowing his motherfucking trainer to squeeze his motherfucking ass cheeks? Explain, nigga. Explain. <laughs> it, explain no, hold on. I didn't motherfucking... see that. You, you did him? No, no, no. Send me. Yeah, that Send nigga me directly, bro. He don't. That's some such shit. I'm not gonna lie. He was letting hear that nigga was training, nigga. He was working on his thrust game, nigga. The motherfucker was letting his trainer squeeze all in his motherfucking ass cheeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he a motherfucking like his ass cheeks with some motherfucking uh, uh puff uh, uh a pastry puff pie or something, nigga. I'm about to send it to you. Right? Hold on, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. Quick message. Fab Fronto Fab. There you go, right there, my boy. I just sent it to you. Yeah. That's some uh such shit right there, man. He's letting his trainer squeeze all of his ass cheeks, man. You grown ass man. Explain yourself. <laughs> man. <laughs> You're not spotting me. You better quit playing back That's not here, a spot. <laughs> That's not a spot. <laughs> nah, he ain't trying to say it's a spot. No, That's hell, not no, a spot. I said, no, I said, boy, you not spotting me, boy. You better, you better quit playing back there. I don't play yeah, now. Games, man. That's some whole shit. So I know y'all been seeing. Uh, so this is the last question that I got, man. Uh, this one's kind of a wild card. I got a question too. If you're not, if you go not ahead, my go wife. ahead, then go ahead, then. My okay, me and a hey, me and Amir were talking about this for a minute. We was going back and forth for a hot minute. So who would you take, or who do you think is better, 
PG or Devin Booker? Oh man, what are we talking about? What aspect? What what is it? What is being recalled? We starting a franchise. We taking the last shot. We doing overall. We doing offense. No, we're not doing last shot. I think we we was talking about players. Like who's the better player? Yeah, I mean, just or like because we didn't really get into depth. Like who would we take? Amir literally just asked me who who's better, Paul George or Devin Booker. Because don't forget, so let's I, I wanna and I wanna add context to this too. Before Anthony Davis teamed up with LeBron James, mm-hmm. Paul George would would you can and I and I would and you can make a great argument and validate it that Paul George was a top was rated higher in the top ten or top twenty, top fifteen players in the NBA than Anthony Davis because when LeBron James on his super team days in Miami. When LeBron James was at his greatest, this is my opinion that when LeBron LeBron James was at his peak in Miami, you know what I mean? Um, Paul George, a young Paul George, who's not a superstar, who was never a superstar, right? Took mm-hmm. Paul took Miami, Dwayne Wade, and LeBron James in him seven games to get more with than Roy one, Hibbert. Bro. There more was no one. Danny Granger with Roy Hibbert, so. You know what I'm saying? Be, three seasons ago, so what? Two, three seasons ago, Paul George mm-hmm. was considered a better player than Anthony Davis, because Anthony Davis won that ring. Now, of course, he's better than Paul George. Clearly, you know what I mean. But now, when it comes to Devin, even though he got Devin Booker got to the finals, would you say that that makes him better? Because they didn't get the job done. They were up two zero. He didn't get the job done, but he actually got there. Yeah, he, he got did. there. He he put okay. So the Suns they haven't made the playoffs since 2010, correct? 2011 in my. So, and then he they get he gives Devin Booker one superstar that he needed, and they damn near win the shit. They go up 2-0, but they didn't they didn't get it done. But Paul George hasn't got to that final step yet. He's gotten the conference. He has gotten to Western and Eastern Conference championships, but he has not gotten. But let's keep it a buck, bro. If Kawhi Leonard was not hurt, nigga, they they sweep the Suns, bro. I want to say a sweep. You know how you, you know how close those first three games were. Facts, but I want to say a sweep though. No, sweep. you know how you know what the what the what the total difference was in points in game one and two. The total difference wasn't it like. Three first game? points. The third game was yeah. six points. It was six points in the first three games that it was a difference by. You don't think Kawhi Leonard makes up for that six points in those first three games and they go up 3-0? And all three of the first three games went down to the last shot. Yeah, but bro, bro, you got to think Leonard about what Kawhi Leonard. Averaging Ooh. 35, who was averaging over 30 in the playoffs? Shooting yeah, well, shooting above fifty eight percent, a sixty seven percent true shooting percentage. He had the most proficiency in the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah, but, but but you gotta remember, you gotta. So you put Kawhi Leonard in the mix. You gotta remember, man doesn't go for forty. Reggie Jackson. Who's not gonna getting... hold Kawhi Leonard, bro, in the Suns? Jay Crowder. No, I wouldn't put. I don't think I would put Jay Crowder on. Exactly. Who? Who's guarding Kawhi have, Leonard, bro? I may have to go Cam Johnson. And you don't or, think you don't think Kawhi's putting 35, 30 plus on him every night? Almost definitely. Like I believe so. Else? I believe so. But also either uh Michael Bridges as well. 
you don't think Kawhi's lighting up Michael Bridges and clamping both of them niggas up when they start to get a hot hand? The way the way the way Luca and Donovan Mitchell were scared in game what in games what three down down the game stretches of what five to seven five to six no four to six true three to six and then Luca from game three to seven I've never seen some I've never seen superstars or all stars so intimidated to dribble when someone is in front of them that someone being Kawhi. Leonard I've never they were bro Donovan Mitchell was shooting 58 shot three-pointers 58 foot jump 58 foot three-pointers because he was afraid to dribble he didn't want to put the ball on the floor Hmm. Kawhi Leonard was intense bro you don't think Kawhi Leonard would have did the same thing to them boys Devin Booker you don't think he would have did the same thing I would almost definitely we saw Patrick Beverly we saw Patrick Beverly put the clamps on Devin Booker and and, De- and Patrick Beverly played extremely great, and that's a menace. And he played great, bro. Without him playing any minutes, when it, when he didn't play any minutes whatsoever uh, in that in that Utah Jazz series, and then for them to call his name, yeah, bro. The yeah, Clippers, the, 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 yeah, there, there's there's no that's that's a sweet man. That series is sweet. But you got to think about it. So you put Kawhi Leonard in the mix. So you believe Paul George still getting thirty four and Reggie Jackson is putting up dub. Averaging a dub against the Suns with, with, uh, Kawhi, with Kawhi Leonard, Leonard on the floor, averaging thirty. That's yeah. going to open up their shots. That's going to somebody. No, I'm just somebody asking, they're going to have believe? to double team Kawhi. Yes, they're going to have to double team Kawhi. We didn't see Reggie Jackson slowing down anytime. Reggie Jackson shot an even higher clip against the Suns. No, you think he's going to average twenty the whole series with Kawhi? Bro, on the floor? you think, bro? If Kawhi is averaging thirty, they're going to have to start to double team Kawhi. That's going to that's going to make their shots even more wide open. Yes. Because Paul George had 34 too. And then where, where's the game? Man went stupid. Man went stupid against the Mavericks. Yeah. So what are you talking about? With Kawhi Leonard there, especially Kawhi Leonard who doesn't get down to himself, he makes those guys better being on the floor, man. Kawhi Leonard makes those guys better the way Chris Paul makes those guys better. <laughs> the way Devin Booker starts to make his guys better, started to make his guys better. Kawhi Leonard has that effect too, being on the floor, especially when it gets intense. Nigga, they were down 0-2 two fucking times. That's never happened in history, ever. And 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 who single handedly uh, kicked the Mavericks' ass? Uh, who called out Luka Doncic and told that nigga to come bring your ass to the three point line when it mattered most, when they needed a shot? Kawhi. Who was it? Kawhi. You think Kawhi wouldn't go fucking deliver against the Suns? I don't think it would be a sweep though. Come on, man! The, bro, the first, bro, the combination of the first, uh, first two games were six points. Can't but back to, me. but back to the original question: Who is better, Fab? Are you taking D book or PG? Man, who's a better player right now? Right now, Devin Booker. Yes, sir. <laughs> I would disagree, man. I would disagree, bro. <laughs> Uh, man, I just man, just right now, put them in a the game right now. How they are? Devin Book is 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 playing with more mortar. The niggas just playing hungrier. The nigga, and bro, Frank, nobody was hungry than Paul George this playoffs, man. Yeah, I, I think disagree. his skill set is out there, man. Nobody, I'm, nobody was more hungry than Paul George this playoffs, man. Man, he got Paul George, and I told Teron, Teron, oh. did I not tell you that Paul George was going to face all his play his demons this playoff series? Facts, he had to, he had to, and did yeah. he not deliver? Slightly, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hold, man. He did. He, he averaged did. 28 points. Bro, he took, he bro, he took the Suns to six series. without Kawhi Leonard. He and he's not a superstar, man. 
Once again, he took an undermanned team to almost seven games, bro. Yeah. When it mattered most. Devin Booker without Chris Paul didn't even make the playoffs. Let's keep it a buck. They should have made the playoffs, but the fact of the matter is they didn't. Yeah. Well, yeah. Paul George, he he for that series he averaged twenty eight point seven with ten rebounds and five point five assists. Come on, bro. And then Devin Booker had twenty five with five. Come on, man. The numbers speak for themselves, four. man. Yeah. And Paul but George played the most playoff man. minutes this playoff <clears throat> this playoff run by over what one hundred fifty minutes. Go on, Jabir. Go on, Jabir. You feel me? But the numbers speak for themselves, man. Uh, and I don't even let the numbers talk usually because the numbers can be misleading, but the numbers speak for themselves, man. Uh, yeah. First game of the series, they lose by six. Second game, they lose by one. Uh, then they go back uh, home, they win. And then they lose by four. That was a turning point right there. Once they lost game four, 3-1. Agreed. That was it. Agreed. That but was also, it. Yeah. So with Kawhi Leonard there, man. They're in the finals, and we see, and I think we see a, a Clippers, a Clippers championship. But that's from beside the point. Nice. Uh, what I wanted to say, let's uh, kind of get to the last question, man. Um, mm-hmm. If, um, because a lot of people talk there about is. Giannis Antetokounmpo being the best player in the NBA, and I agreed, um, and I kind of clouded my judgment because I forgot that Giannis Antetokounmpo is a dirty oh, player. That's what I thought. I thought Giannis yeah, Antetokounmpo what? is a dirty player, man. He purposely injured Kyrie Irving, man. I don't think so. I don't he purpose, think so. The, man, he's injured multiple people with, with stepping under people. He's injured multiple people doing that, and he's done that for years. That's a fucking problem. That's a problem, bro. If you got to injure somebody, put, go back and watch. Go back. Those, when this podcast ends, things. when it's... Mm-hmm. There ain't no way it just hung up.